Thank you everyone for tuning in to episode 2 of Nathan's Real Talk, where we are going to dive deep into true crime cases and talk about all the facts. Are you ready? It's going to be a killer show. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 2 of Nathan's Real Talk. I really, really appreciate it. Um, this case that I'm going to be discussing is, is and was, and, um, it's still open and it's very sticky, um, in the sense that I had to get consent, written consent from certain parties, um, to talk about, as well as Netflix is actually coming out with a documentary on this case, and, um, there is their documentary involves the same people that I, uh, sent emails to. So, that's interesting. Anyway, without further ado, this case is called Who Killed Maria Marta? Um, I'm gonna be reading from the actual police case, like, the case file, so it is crazy in her, like, bio. The fact that I have my hands on this information is crazy, because it's a lot. Okay, I'm going to be using the same adjective as last week, as in the sense that this is crazy. Okay, let's see. Maria Marta Garcia was born on April 24th, 1952 to Luz Blanco and Luisa Gallup, who was a famous lawyer, lawyer at the time. In 1971, she married her husband, Carlos, a stockbroker. At the time, she was 19 years old. They went on to have no children together, but Maria's professional life would reach its heights in the years leading up to her death. She was a sociologist and a charity worker, and later became the vice president of the Missing Children of Argentina. These facts already prove how she was described by others as a helpful, and caring person, as well as somebody who could be fierce and persistent. In 2002, she was 50 years old. Together with her husband, she lived in Carmel County Club in Peler, Buenos Aires, Argentina. This gated community is known for its high standards that provide safety for its inhabitants. The entrances are always guarded. Okay. Okay, on to the case case. It was October 27, 2002. The late October day was a rainy one. At around 6.07 p.m. that evening, Maria left her sister's home by bicycle to return back to her own. She had an appointment at 7 p.m. Her masseuse would come. Her husband, Carlos, was also at her sister's house, but stayed for another hour before following Maria. When he arrived at home, he stumbled upon the masseuse in front of the door saying that Maria was not opening the door. Carlos, confused, went inside with the masseuse to investigate why Maria didn't respond to the door. An answer would come quickly. Upstairs, he found Maria apparently lying unconscious in the bathtub. She was fully dressed, but the water around her was bloody. Carlos immediately summoned the other family and an ambulance for further proceedings. The doctor on the scene quickly found that Maria was fact unconscious but dead. 
wasn't just, in fact, unconscious, but dead. And concluded that she slipped on the floor, hit her head, and fell into the water before dying. One day later, a funeral was held for Maria. A pre-ordered death certificate stated that the cause of death, death was cardiac arrest. Now, this may seem like a tragic accident, but we wouldn't be here if the case didn't take a different turn. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Um, guys. Guys. Oh my goodness. <sighs> what? Sorry, I'm reading on. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. Okay, let me keep reading. Okay. <laughs> on December 2nd of the same year, an investigation into the case started. Okay, and the whole investigation. Okay. Family disclosed to the officials that they found a metal object. Um, a metal object at the scene. Thinking it was trash, they flushed it. So actually, they said, where's the actual, okay. Maria's brother, on the day of the incident, he found, he said he found a pitito, pitito, which translates to thingy. <laughs> he told the police he found the thingy and threw it away. That's what he said, that he found the thingy. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, it would later be revealed that the object was in fact the shell of a bullet. This new fact turned the case around. Maria's body was exhumed to investigate what was overseen at the time. This was overseen. The guys just this 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 thing was overseen. The new autopsy found five point uh, 5.32 caliber bullets, bullet holes in her head. Glue had been used to close the wounds. What? Okay, we're just gonna pause there. I wonder if the husband did it. <laughs> Even though it said that he left an hour later. Did he hire somebody? Was she cheating? Let me stop, cause uh, we could we could go on. There's already so many suspicious holes in the case. Her husband just happened to leave an hour, but okay, okay, great alibi, bro. Um, the new investigation discovered that Maria must have been attacked downstairs and killed in the bathroom. Any remains of this attack, such as blood were obsessively cleaned. Okay. Pause. Hold. Beep. Stop sign. The crime scene was cleaned. Who cleaned that? The family? Oh my god. Is the family gonna get in trouble? <laughs> they cleaned that crime they, they cleaned that crime scene. Do you hear me? That family cleaned that crime scene. Ugh, goodness. Ugh. I'm like, 
I don't have chills, but like this is rest in peace, Maria. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, how did the killer get into a gated community? Okay, this actually says weird is that there were no signs of bur- burglary. The killer had access to the gated community. P.S. or lived there. <laughs> What? Hold on, pause. What? So they had access to. How did they get in the. Okay. Hmm. What are you guys thinking? So I want to know who was the person that found the. bullet shell. Let's see. Suspicions were already raised when Maria Smarta's half-brother told the police that on the day of the incident he found a few which which roughly roughly translates to thingy and and thrown it into the toilet without thinking anything of it. Hmm. Interesting. I just want to know, so 2002, so it's been 10, and it's 2023, so it's been, what, 18 years, if my, if I can do math right now, probably not, that's probably wrong, when was this article, they just sent it to me, when was this article given, written? This was published in 2020, so in 2020, that was 18 years, so, 19, 20, so it's been, it's been 20 years, and that's crazy, and I, wait, I wonder if, okay, so, the, the Netflix documentary came out in 2020, and there's another one coming out next year. So does that mean that Netflix knows something I don't? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I don't want to get give too much away, but they're saying that it could be there are numerous theories around her death and how the police initially and how like why the police initially missed signs of foul play well obviously the family has the cops in back pocket (laughs) I mean come on why do you think glue was used to who glued her forehead who glued her head I wonder if it was Carlos, or husband, or the family. And this even says, police first suspected Maria Marta's husband, Carlos, and thought that Maria Marta's family had covered up the murder for him after discovering the glue has been used to hide Maria Marta's head wounds. Yeah. Interesting. Um... 
that's interesting. Um, I know the next episode we're going to talk about, like, everything that the investigation is went on to do over a, what, five, ten year period. Like, they went on to, um, how many people does it say they prosecuted? I think it was over 15 people. Yeah, they went on to uh, as like prosecute over 15 people. Different people. Oh my god. And the last trial by the way, the last trial was just in July. And it's October. So. Yeah. It was originally delayed in May. And. Started on July 15th. Wow. And they. Put people in jail. And then. sentences were overturned (laughs) I shouldn't laugh hopefully hopefully everything will like work itself out and Maria's killer would be brought to justice but I will say that they did they did prosecute Carlos and he was Sorry, I'm reading. He was um, found innocent in 2016. Let me just double check that. Yep, his sentence um, was overturned on December 20th, 2016. Um, He was found guilty in 2009. So, from 2002 to 2009, open. And he was released in 2016, which means the case is still open and still unresolved. But boy, there are a lot of updates since 2016. Whew. My, 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 my. Okay. Well, that is it for episode two. Um, episode two on who killed Maria Marta. I can't wait for you to hear part two of Who Killed Maria Marta on next week's episode. Um, Y'all are not going to believe the court documents that I was able to see. Because remember, hello, this is freaking Buenos Aires, Argentina. (laughs) But, hey, all you have to do is ask and people will send you what they can. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode two, and I'll see you next week. Bye.